guys, I am Nancy and I am the Chief Flying Pig Wrangler. I help women business owners with chronic illness map out their journey and implement new systems in their business so that it can function more efficiently. Do you need better systems to scale your company? Would you like to have some productivity hacks to get you through the day? Do you have a chronic illness? Well, here at Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, we have conversations that share the tools and mindsets others use to make our businesses grow more easily. I am really excited about this particular show because we've taken a break. It was Christmas. I spent time with family. I've had doctor's appointments, just life in general. But now it's time to get back there and it's time to really make those pigs fly and soar higher. So what we're going to do today is a little bit different, but I'm excited. We're actually going to do a countdown of the top 10 podcasts for my show over the last year or so. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are as well. We are going to start this out with the number 10 episode, which is one of mine. And it's one of my absolutely favorite topics, which is strategies. It is episode number one on Podbean, and it's called, I Don't Need No Stinking Strategies, Do I? When you don't have strategies, you don't have flying pigs. It's really that simple. You, you run around in circles and you don't accomplish things because you don't know how to do it. But when you take the time to sit down and figure out the processes and the tools and the strategies to make your business grow, it's amazing how far you get. The aha moment for me when I started doing this was, boy, things move more smoothly. I understand my clients get what I'm doing. And you know the best part of it? Somebody with a chronic illness I don't have to work so hard. I don't have to expand all of my energy trying to get things going because I have the tools in place to make it happen. Please take a listen from this key takeaway. It is all geared around the fact that you want to be responsive to your customers but you also want to be able to do things cost-effectively, efficiently, and allow you more time and energy to do some of the things that you want to do as opposed to working 24-7 in your business. It really becomes frustrating when you just you do the same thing over and over and over again and it just takes time and you never seem to get ahead and if you can create ways of doing the things that need to be done but you do them in ways that save you time and energy that's a good thing number nine number nine is episode 17 and it's called do your best with randy lincoln Randy is an amazing woman. She is one of these 
Mary Kay ladies who you hear the sound of and people will groan and go, oh, not another one of those. But Randy got started in Mary Kay about 25 years ago, screaming and kicking as her mother-in-law pulled her along for the ride. And she now has received 19 cars. She's gotten thousands and thousands of dollars in checks every year when she hasn't taken the car. And the most exciting part about all of this is that like me, she has chronic illnesses. She's had breast cancer five times. She has other chronic illnesses that she talks about all the time and shares. And she still because of how she's learned to run her business and the passion with which she does it is an immensely important woman on the Mary Kay scale and on business in general. Please take a listen to this key takeaway. Once I started building like that, and it started from me just, you know, doing cold calls and being gutsy to start building but I had to work at it. It wasn't hard work, it wasn't physical work, it wasn't labor, but it was brain work and it scared me to death. You've got to be willing to do what you fear the most to make it happen. And here I am 35 years later teaching other people that. Uh, I actually have an app, which I give to my phone app that I give to my new consultants because I know they're just like I am. They don't wanna call people and it's called Slidial. And Slidial is an app you put on your phone so that I can call you, Nancy, on Slidial and I can leave a voicemail on your phone and it never rings your phone. Number eight. Number eight is my episode, Know Your Client, Know Yourself. It's episode 31 on Podbean and it is recorded with Barbara Portsline. Barbara is a good friend of mine and while I have a lot of contacts and colleagues that are in the business arena and working with other people, what she says really makes a lot of sense. If you understand your client, if you know who it is you want to work with, then you can take your own feelings and beliefs and values and put them all together into a presentation that you know your clients are going to want. And Barbara does this very easily, very simply, and with grace and commitment. And you're really going to love what she has to say. It's very difficult to figure out who your ideal client is. And it's got to have partially to do with what you want to sell and the type of person you want to sell to. But you've also got to understand that the people you're talking to don't necessarily buy because of something they need. They buy because of something they want. And when you're able to put their wants and your abilities and your wants together, it's a win-win situation. And Barbara teaches us that. Please listen to the key takeaway from this episode. 
And there's this fear, right? I don't want to spend money on setting up systems. I don't want to spend money on investing in a coach. I can barely make enough money as it is. I can't pay my bills. And and I get that, you know, I've had that. I mean, you know, many of us have where we're feeling like, oh my God, I need help, but I can't hire anyone or no one can do it as good as I can. Like that's the other one that I see all the time. And it's like, yes, they can't do it as good as you can. All right, like own that, that's fine. But if they can free up seven of your hours a week, how much more money could you bring into the business? You know, if you're paying someone 15 or 20 bucks an hour and you know, you have seven extra hours free, even if they, even if they do it in 14 hours, I mean, even if they do it in double the time, you're still going to be better off if you can bring new people into your company and sell your company. And I think that that's, you know, that's a big fear. And then I think we don't give people the support, right? Like I used to have all of these people helping me and they, they'd suck, you know, literally. I give someone an assignment, I'm like, oh, I could have done this quicker and cheaper and it would have been way better, so I'll just do it myself. And it's like, okay, yes, that happens, but if you don't train them, if you don't give them the resources, if you don't really spend the time, that's what's gonna happen. And then of course, it's gonna be a self-fulfilling prophecy. No one can do it as well as I can. Number seven. Episode 49 is number seven on my list, and it is the step-by-step roadmap to business growth with Paul Maskell. It's kind of like what we talked about in our very first episode with the strategies. You need to have a roadmap in order to know where you're going. If you don't have any idea where you want your business to end up, you're going to sit there spinning. And three years from now, you may even be farther back than you were today because you didn't know where you were going. One of my favorite stories is my ex-husband and I had Friday night, date night, every Friday. We would go out to dinner. We would do different things together just to have time together. 90% of the time, we would get out to the driveway. We would get in the car. We'd say, okay, where are we going tonight? And we'd wind up back in our house because we didn't have a clue as to what we were doing. The same thing is true with your business. You need to know where you're going and then you can work backwards. And when you work backwards, you find the ways, the tools, the strategies to get you where you want to be in the end. Please listen to this key takeaway from this episode. I like to put my lens through the customer's experience. Is this going to make their experience better? Yes. Let's invest in it. Is it going to make it is it going to make our life easier but their life worse let's not do it because yeah. usually then that falls on your employees so can you imagine how upset like every spectrum or time warner or comcast help representative is because everyone they talk to is so mad because it took them so long to talk to get to somebody so then you're putting your employees in these positions which is basically a lose-lose scenario number six number six is episode 58 And it's the systems that help you grow from stagnant to success with Sandy Rodriguez. Most of my clients, and believe it or not, I think most businesses, at least those starting out, and oftentimes even those who've been around for a while, really lose track of what success means to them and and in general. And I bring my clients 
to the point of redesigning what success means for them. They learn, and, and it goes back to the roadmap, where they figure out what it is they want. Something that I wanted for my business 10 years ago, I may not want today. So my idea of success can completely change. But if I'm so focused on the day-to-day running of my business and I'm getting this podcast created, I don't look at what that means. It's only when I look at things like we've had 12,000 downloads. I now want 15. What do I need to do? That's success to me in the short term is getting to that next goal. It is so important to have with this roadmap in, in general, it is so important to have this goal, this end of the road, this completion there for you to move towards. You need to have the motivation. You need to have the the goal of saying, this is what I want. And I think it's important to not consider a goal to be final. You, you create goals in steps. So even though I may want 15,000 downloads for my podcast, I don't want to end there. I have on my vision board, I have a picture that says 500,000 downloads. That's my goal. You know, that's the end goal. If I were to reach 500,000, I'd be done. <laughs> then in there, I'm done. <laughs> Please listen to this key takeaway from this episode. All the marketing in the world is not going to help you grow. You have to put your systems together. So you have to eliminate yourself from daily operations. And that's a big mental shift for people who have started their own businesses. They don't understand that right away. So it takes some conversation to help them see that, oh, I can't keep running the books and the sales and the marketing and do everything myself and grow this business. It's not going to work. When they begin to make that shift, then you can start talking about numbers with them. But I found it's kind of pointless to start out there because they don't get it. I mean, when I've talked to one business owner, (laughs) what are your, what are your monthly expenses? Um, I'm not really sure. How do you know if you're charging enough money, if you don't know what it costs you to run this business every month? You know, we look at what everybody else is charging. You're not everybody else. Number five. Number five is episode 70. And it's from zero to six figures in less than a year with Nancy Badillo. I did not know Nancy, but she was recommended to me from someone who told me that she was an incredible business owner who also was dealing with major health and medical issues. And even though she was dealing with all of those issues, she was growing her business by leaps and bounds. And I knew that I needed to talk to her. An aha moment in this particular episode, she was talking about how she had a job and how her husband got very, very ill. He got brain cancer and she could not go out to work anymore. She had to be there to take care of her husband. So while she herself did not have the chronic illnesses, she knows very much about it because she's 
taking care of him. Thankfully, he's much better now. But once she got into the whole movement of running her business by herself, it just exploded. And all of the tools and the ways that she connected and built relationships, she's big in YouTube and she's got many, many, many followers. I wrote notes through the entire episode I recommend this episode because she talks about how she's gotten her followers on YouTube and on Etsy. She's she is a big Etsy person and mostly what her business is is creating things through Etsy and selling them and she's helping other people sell their products and services on Etsy as well. So if you're the kind of person that does things to sell like a craftsy person, this episode is wonderful because she tells you how to do it, but she's also really good because in general, you need to have followers, you need to have relationships, you need to have people who know who you are and are willing to share that knowledge with others. And she talks about that in detail. Please listen to this key takeaway from this episode. The link tree you can actually use for free. So if you're in a budget, that's a great tool. But what you could do essentially is when you tell people, Hey, I got a, um, let's say you did a, a, a video and you say, you know, click the link in bio to check out my latest video where I show you how to create this, this pattern. They click on the link and then a little pop-up shows up and it says, grab my course, or you could have your promotional stuff that's there. That's incredible. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. So, you know, on Instagram specifically, you can only have one link, but if you use Linktree, it allows you to have multiple links. So that's a great way to always promote your products without really being so pushy. Mm -hmm. Another great way is if you provide tons of value, if you do decide to say, okay, I'm going to run a special for the next seven days. I got to push it at the end of the month. People will be more forgiving. Number four. Okay, guys, this one's a really good one. And it's one that we don't pay a lot of attention to. And that's episode 32. Keep it simple with Craig Severinsen. I see a lot of business owners who overly complicate their businesses. They reach too broadly. They think, oh no, a one person can't be my client. I have to sell to the world. And so they're out there pulling in everyone and everything when if they were to just find one particular client type, they would do so much better. Other ways they overly expand is they try to do too much. You know, they, they want to be on Facebook. They want to be on LinkedIn. They want to be on Pinterest. They want to be on Instagram. They, they have to be everywhere. They're the little butterflies flying where if they focused on one or two avenues, they would get more interest. They would have more people following them because they're not diluting what they're doing. But they just think that they have to do everything and they have to be everything when just take it down. <laughs> what we do with our clients is focus on that goal that we were talking about earlier and 
okay, how are we going to do this? And people will say, well, we need to do this. We need to do this. And, and I'll go, wait a minute, let's stop. Let's think about this. Can you accomplish the same thing by not doing so much? And in that way, especially for people with chronic illnesses, again, we don't have a lot of energy. And if we're butterflying around everywhere, we're using up everything that we have. Whereas if we can keep it simple and get the same results while still saving our energy and saving our bodies from these flares, we're much better off. Please listen to this key takeaway from this episode. I actually try on purpose to keep things really simple so that my clients working with me don't feel intimidated. Like, oh, oh my goodness, Craig, so polished, how am I ever gonna get there? So for instance, I use Google Docs for my spreadsheets when I share with people, it's a free service. I use for my CRM, a, a program called 17 Hats. It's really, you know, not the most advanced thing in the world, but it's really useful, really handy, and not super expensive. And then like most of the stuff I use for like key tools that I need, Facebook, LinkedIn, and my Google Calendar. Like those are the things that I need. Everyone's got access to that. So you can build a multi six figure business using Google documents and Google tools like your email and your and your calendar and then Facebook and LinkedIn's native free tools. Number three. Episode 78 is our next episode. Number three. And it's called giving yourself permission to be you. And it's with Colleen Mitchell. Oftentimes businesses will try to be what they think everybody out there wants them to be. They they wind up with imposter syndrome. They have all of these issues going on in the back of the head. Oh, I can't possibly put a picture of me having fun eating an ice cream cone on my Facebook post because people will think I'm not a serious business owner. But when you learn that people are really looking for reality, for the real person behind the facade, and that's what draws them to you, you'll find that you get more business and that you get more long-term legitimate business rather than someone coming and checking you out and saying, oh, well, she's not at all what I thought she was. I'm leaving. I think it's very important to understand who you are and what your values and goals are, because when you try to be someone that you're not so that others will like you and buy from you, that's a surefire way to burn out. You eventually wind up closing your doors because you just can't do it anymore. You've you spun out and you just have no ability to be yourself any longer. But if you know who you are and you know what your values are and you have a mission, then that leads you through when you understand who you are and what you stand for, and you let other people know, you wind up with a group that follows you and then becomes raving fans. Please listen to this key takeaway. Reframing. Instead of like, we shouldn't do this, then it turns into, well, we'll just figure it out later or something like that. So you're not shutting yourself down from doing something. And I think that's 
basically failing ahead of time because a lot of the times what we're doing is we're afraid of failing or we're afraid of feeling something and then we avoid it and then we end up feeling that way anyway. So we might as well feel bad while we're doing something instead of feeling bad and not doing something. Number two. Number two on our list is episode 43, Triumphing Over Business and Disability with Miro Whistlow. People with chronic illnesses that run businesses can absolutely soar and thrive. For a long time, I thought it was only having the right tools and strategies, but I now know that mindset is a big part of that as well. And if we understand our bodies, if we understand what we focus on in our businesses, we have the tools, we have the strategies. We absolutely can see our businesses thrive and be successful. We need to know what we can do and how we can do it in order to do that. And and most of all, we have to have the mindset that we may not be able to do what we used to be able to do, but we still can rock it. And when you have that mindset and you have the things that go along with it, you're unstoppable. I coach my clients on this through, again, and and this sounds like I'm repeating myself because I am, it it sounds as though you need to have that final goal in mind. And when people come to me, my clients come to me and they say, I just can't figure this out. I'm just going to give up and go sit in my living room and watch TV all day. I allow them that minute of self-pity, which is what it really is. And then I say, okay, time to get off of that and on to what we can do. Let's see. And and we take a deep dive into where we are, where we want to be, where our bodies will allow us to be, and how are we going to put it all together in the blender and see what comes out. And I've had many successes with my businesses when they finally realize that they may have to do it differently, but they can still do it. Please take a listen to this key takeaway from this episode. I'm kind of overseeing a lot of things right now. We're trying to do a lot of other avenues and investments and just trying to grow the business. So I do have some people in charge that are able to kind of run things for the most part. A lot still goes through me. So like if I were to just leave, it would be very hard. But I have like one person especially and I have a business partner. So some people do step in for sure that I'm kind of grooming over time. So so that's nice because there are days when, when it could be difficult and I can't always be there. And those are the days that, you know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes and my business partner, he doesn't understand things like this always. He's a very thick skinned person and you know, he'll tell me to just like suck it up. Like you got in this, you got to get us out. And you know what? Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you do need that because you have to realize like, I'm just making up excuses at this point. Or is it even, is it my head anymore? Or like, is it just, I'm just uncomfortable with the situation. And you have to realize that in order to run a business, in order to do anything good and successful, you have to put yourself out there. And the moments will be very uncomfortable and very, very hard. And sometimes you just can't be, you know, a wimp about it. You got to go out there and do it. And number one. Number one episode today, drum roll, is episode 11, 
When life is in chaos, take a new perspective with Allison Donahue. This episode drew me as the top episode on my list because who of us does not have a little bit of chaos in their life? (laughs) And for me, recently, chaos is with a capital C. (laughs) And that throws you into all kinds of turmoil. It may be great things are going on and your business may be growing and thriving to the point where one of my favorite quotes is, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. And so when I'm in chaos, I go, I just can't do this anymore. How am I going to handle this? You know, I'm sick. What am I going to do? Or I've got too many people. I can't handle them all. How am I going to do all of this? And then I go, whoa, wait a minute. Stop, back up and consider what you've wanted, what you've asked for and what you've gotten. And how do you deal with that? And it's all about taking a new perspective. I think for my clients, one of the main things that I teach them throughout all of the mindset, strategies, tools, and all of that is, again, particularly for people with chronic illness, we don't often have others who listen to us. We are told we're lazy, we just don't want to work, the doctors roll their eyes when we talk about our symptoms, and we feel so alone. So the first thing that I do with my clients is make them know that I'm right there with them. I understand exactly what they're going through because I'm going through it. And I may not always be able to answer their questions in a way that gives them the aha moment and helps them move forward. But I'm there to listen. I'm there to validate. I'm there to support them. And we're going to figure it out together. I don't just teach somebody something and then walk away and leave them to figure it out on their own. We're on this journey together. Please listen to this key takeaway from this episode. I always see those, or what could be classified as a negative experience as a potential positive outcome. So I might be uncomfortable stewing in something right now, a client turns me down or something doesn't go as planned or whatever the case may be. An employee leaves at the last minute and I'm short staffed. Like there's all sorts of problems that go into it. But what I try to remind myself of is this is just the beginning of something great that's coming along. And so I now try to dive in and embrace those really tough times so that I can, I get excited because I'm like, there is a silver lining at the bottom of this. So bring on the junk. Let's get through it so that I can see what the silver lining is at the other end. Because, and there's always a silver lining. There always is if you allow yourself to see it. Well, guys, that ends today's show. I am so thrilled that you've been here with me today and that you're with me through every podcast episode that we've done. I appreciate you all so much. And I could not have reached the level of my podcast that I'm at now over 10,000 downloads. Yay. I could not have done that without your support. If you have any ideas or thoughts on future episodes, 
let me know. Send me an email and I will get back with you on those ideas. Again, guys, I'm looking forward to a fantastic 2022 and I thank you and hope to see you with us throughout the year. If someone's interested in in hiring me after listening to some of these shows and me talking, they can send me an email. They can go to my website at businesssuccessunlimited.com and they can reach out to me on LinkedIn at Nancy Becker. So guys, again, thank you so much.